0: Beat of the Month Beat of the Month Gotta Have Me My Beat of the Month Beat of the Month Beat of the Month Gotta Have Me My Beat of the Month The Game Boy, the Xbox, the Playstation 4 Gotta press pause, cause your Mom's at my door Beat of the Month Beat of the Month Gotta Have Me My Beat of the Month We game all month. Give out points and sorts Better look out.
1: It's another Switch port
0: Beat of the Month Beat of the Month Gotta have me my beat of the month.
1: Welcome everyone to another episode of the the Beat of the Month podcast. My My name is Brian. This is episode 62, taking a deep dive of the game Doki Doki Literature Club. Tonight I'm joined with Spiral. Doki Doki, baby. Bash. Muff. Yeah. Melbro. What up, what up? And Moose. Yo, yo. Yo. Alright, so to, to start things off, we're going to spoil everything to this game. And it is a, for those that are not aware, it's pretty much just reading a book. So I would highly recommend if you have any interest in this game to give it a shot, give it a playthrough. The It does not look like what it appears to be. If you see a screenshot of this game, it's like cutesy anime girls, but it's not what it seems necessarily. <laughs> so. If you have any inkling to play the game, stop listening now. Play it. It's free on PC, so everybody can have access to it. Otherwise, there's the Plus version um, that we'll get into a bit what the differences are, but that's available on, on consoles. But yeah, otherwise, if you have no interest in playing it ever, then feel free to listen and, and hear what this game is all about. Who picked this game, Brian? Was this you? This was me. Yeah, this was my pick. This was the Why game. did you pick this game? I picked this game because... <laughs> I had heard that it was crazy, and that's it. And what I had been told is that you want to go into it as blind as possible. So I wanted to play it without getting spoiled, but I wasn't sure when I would get around to playing it on my own. So that's why I thought it would be fun, too, to like hear what you guys thought of how like crazy it was. So that's why I picked it. So I guess to start things off, Visual novels, do any of you guys have any experience with any other visual novels?
0: I played some of the Phoenix Wright games on like a uh, d s It's about those have a little bit more gameplay than this, but basically it's just
2: you have to make the right choices to move the story along so I played uh, coffee talk on the uh, Xbox, which this was very similar to but also very different.
3: What was coffee talk about what was
2: so I feel like I've only played these two visual novels. I feel like there's always like some sort of like dating, like sex element to them. I'm not sure if <laughs> that's right or not. But Coffee Talk was you, you play like this barista, and you have customers come in. They tell you about their lives, and there's a cute one, and you try to hook up people and stuff like that. And then you make them drinks, and there's a shit ton of fucking copy to read. Uh, lots of dialogue to read and read and read. Um, you just go through all these text boxes. Slate pause in the action where you do something very, very small and insignificant, making them a, a brew of coffee, and then the story progresses and then you get to the end and there's kind of a twist ending. So it's it's a bit similar to Doki Doki, but a lot different too.
3: Yeah, I play one similar with this game called Florence that I saw won a bunch of awards. Um, yeah, pretty basic. You're just reading text and then, you know, doing a few mini games here and there. Um, telling about this girl's life story and her breaking up with her boyfriend. That
2: was so is that a like visual novel staple? Is it like relationship stuff?
1: As far as I know, it does. It it seems to be like usually anime based, and yeah, it, it seems like relationships are definitely a big part of uh, of visual novels. My experience is kind of with with bashes. Where I played the first Phoenix Wright, and then I also played a game called Hotel Dusk for the DS. And then a game called Nine Persons, Nine Hours, Nine Doors, or 999 for short. But those games, they they had more gameplay. Like they were more like adventure games, and you're like, you have an inventory or you're doing puzzles. Where we'll get into it a, a little bit with Doki Doki Literature Club. There's like no gameplay, almost like very minimal gameplay. It is mostly you are just like reading like you would a book.
3: I had a question. Yep. Who who is this game for? Like is it is it for like teenage girls? Is it for men 30, 30 plus year old men teenage like men.
4: us? <laughs> oh, gu- guaranteed it is for men who like dating Sims and like freaking <laughs> anime and shit. It's not it's not meant for girls,
1: not at all. No. Oh, zero chance for that. But looking at it, you would think that it was. So that's why like when you first start the game They give you a ton of warning contents about what is in the game, more than any other game I've ever played, I think. So the PC I I think I mentioned
4: it, but I feel like the PC, like the base version, didn't give that many warnings. I think I saw like one like small warning in the game. Yeah,
0: they might have turned it up a little for the console or
4: something. I think they turned it up when they had like the re-release and the the plus version or whatever. And definitely for console, because parents are buying that shit. When it's PC Anybody can download it, but it's not like your parents download for a kid, usually.
1: Yeah, this... Like, when you start off on the console version, it they make you acknowledge that you're okay with mature content. And then it says it might be adverse for people with anxiety or depression. And then it even says if you want to know more about the bad content this game has, then we'll tell you, but it's going to spoil some of the things in the game. So they really heavily put it up front, which kind of takes away from the surprise factor like i already knew going into it that it had some pretty wild content but like really to 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 the game to have like the fullest effect you'd have to go in completely blind but the game doesn't even really set you up for that i I can't imagine somebody going into this completely blind just because yeah with i i can't can't imagine somebody would stumble onto the pc version not knowing what the game like was going (laughs) to offer I think
4: nowadays that's like an impossibility, but like when it first got released, I think people used to trick their friends into playing it, but I don't oh. know how you trick your friends into playing like for five hours and then you decide, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like the ending is what, like, like that's when it actually turns. Otherwise it's all kind of like straightforward. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think the piece, the only warning on the PC one is like the depression and anxiety one. So that, yeah. And maybe, the- maybe it's just about serious things or something.
4: It It was just like a small, it was a small warning too. Like it wasn't like in your face that much. It was just like a, like part of like a loading screen, basically. Like it wasn't like, stop if you have these problems. It was just like, hey, warning, there might be some stress and anxiety (laughs) like in this game. It didn't say anything about underage girls or they're all 18 or anything like that. That That wasn't in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. The console one starts off all the girls in this game are <laughs> over eighteen, but then you're in you're in high school. And right. It mentions like, oh, this girl's like a first year student and stuff. So I don't know, like who yeah, they're it's trying pretty, to fool. But pretty fucked.
3: <laughs> why all do right. you think they needed to mention that like all the girls are over 18
1: <laughs> oh I, i'm sure sh- i'm sure they needed it because otherwise it would be there'd be people getting all over it for yeah oh, underage yeah. girls being portrayed as we'll get into being portrayed in you know suggestive ways <laughs> But why don't we get into it? You start off the game and they ask what your name is because you're playing the game from like a first person perspective where you are the character in the game that is being recruited to join this literature club. So you start off, there's there's kind of three main or really there's four main characters in the game. And those are four girls that you're in the literature club with. So there is Sayori, who's like your best friend that you've known her for a long time and you start off the game meeting up with her. And then she says, oh, I'm in this literature club. I'd like you to join. And then you go to the school. And then there's three other girls that are there. There's a game, a girl named Monica, who you already know previously. But then there's two girls that you don't know. Natsuki, who's like this younger girl with pink hair. And then this girl named Yuri, who has dark hair and is... Um, how should I put this? More voluptuous than they're all over eighteen, right? It doesn't matter. Uh, more voluptuous than than the other girls, I would say. Yeah, she has a big rack, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Who this? Uh, Muff. <laughs> huh. Muff. We should we should have sent you some pictures, Muff. Did, just to confirm, you did not play this at all. No, I don't do. I do visuals, but not novels. <laughs> <laughs> M- muff you may be intrigued by some of the stuff we talk about i don't know i'm listening to y'all so i i guess off the bat were any of the girls did you uh and we'll get into their personalities a bit more but did you have a favorite among the girls in the game for sure had to be yuri
3: for me yeah i like yuri too i like the uh like purplish hair
4: i chose yuri because it because I thought about Holy Assassin immediately when I saw her. She had, <laughs> she had purple, she had purple hair or purplish hair, and he was always obsessed with like purple-haired anime people. So I was like, "What would Holy Assassin do? He would choose her. I chose her."
0: I think Yuri kind of sounded like she had the most interesting personality at the start, so I like was like leaning towards her at first. But then later on, I just kind of started randomly clicking through like the poetry thing, that we'll get into later. Just to see oh what my came God! Up, you know, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't do it to see what came up. I just did it to get through.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we can get it. For the record, Sayori, she was the one that I liked the best. You, you know, the childhood friend, you know, the, the long-term crush. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I always tried to please her where I could, which which didn't always work out. But we'll get into that, too. Um, so the first thing you kind of do after you do the the introduction with all the different characters is your assignment is to write a poem. And this is really as much gameplay as the game gives you. So did you guys, what what I guess did you guys pick for your words? So they give you a list of words. There's I think 10 words to a page and you pick one word and then you do that 20 times. So you're picking all these different words that you can kind of get a sense for what girl would like what words. Like some of the words are like cute or fluffy or raindrops. But then some of the other words are like anxiety, suicide, like really dark things. What did you guys tend to pick? Or did you kind of change it up or just pick randomly?
3: I was always trying to pick words that I thought Yuri would like. That's kind of the way I approached it. So, yeah, I would just, you know, because of her personality, you know, she was more on the darker goth type side. So I would just pick those type of words.
4: So I started out picking out big words that I thought were cool or whatever. And it ended up all being what Yuri liked. So I just kept going with that. That's how I I started. Her words
0: words were kind of the only ones I could actually pick out. So like she was like the other two kind of had the same personality almost.
4: Some of them were just like not like words I would use if I was going to like I didn't know how the poem was going to be. I thought initially it was going to be like almost like a Mad Lib where they just like had like a template and they'd shove Mm -hmm. your words in there. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't that you never get to see it. Um, But I was choosing words that I like I would use if I was going to write like a fruity poem to you brian
1: <laughs> yeah the first time i picked like like the sweeter words because i wanted to do what i thought Sayori would like but then like the second time because they have you do this many times so <laughs> then like a- another time i picked more of like the like anxiety depression like like really dark words to see if it made a difference and it didn't always seem to matter really like some girls would like my poem when i didn't think they would or vice versa so in general I didn't think the poem creation game was really all that interesting or fun.
0: I think they're kind of railroading you into the story again.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
4: I felt like some of the stuff was kind of inevitable, but we'll get into that,
2: I guess. And maybe you'll get into this later, Brian, but I know one of the words you could pick is doki doki. What is what does it mean? Like, is there any meaning to that word or I, I never got it?
1: You know, I don't know. Well, there's
4: a Mario game, right? The yeah. Mario Two is Doki Doki Panic. Yeah,
1: but I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah, no idea. <laughs> I think I'm gonna he,
3: I
4: to
1: Google it.
0: I think the like author of it just kind of picked a word that sounded like a stereotypical like goofy Japanese name. Like, yeah. Doki thought,
3: Doki Doki is a Japanese onomatopoeia for a heart beating quickly, usually with anticipation or excitement.
1: Oh, never mind. Wow, there you go. I don't know why the Mario, <laughs> why because the Mario game that that was like an Arabian Nights game. So I don't know why the yeah. Doki Doki, yeah, the a little odd, but uh, I prefer Puff,
0: Puff Puff.
2: I agree with Moose on the uh, the whole uh, poem thing, like the words yeah. and the picking. Like it seemed like it was so inconsequential, and there was really no reason to even do it. Um, and it was it was a little grating for me. I was trying to please Yuri as well and just try to, try to romance that character. But I just kept on as these uh, poem, co- poems kept then coming further into the game. I just ended up picking the same words over and over and over again.
1: All right. So let's get into a bit further. I'm not necessarily going to touch on like every day or every poem. But one of the first things that happens. So um, you share your poems. Then there's a scene. I forget what triggers it. Maybe everybody saw it. But where you're trying to button up Sayori's blazer and her <laughs> the button won't fit and there's comments about like her boobs have gotten bigger or something. Did you did you guys all see this? Yeah. I did yeah I saw it. So dumb. <laughs> I that felt like a, much...
4: I felt like a weirdo playing this game, man. If I would have if I would have paid money for it, I don't know what I would have done. Especially like <laughs> <be> I would have <laughs> 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 I mean I played it on PC. If I would have if I would have bought it and I still had it like in my catalogue, I would have been pissed. How much did I pay for this game, Brian? What did we buy for? Like $25. Wait,
1: did you get digital or physical?
3: Uh digital on Switch when you told me about the it sale. Was,
1: it was probably it was probably like 12 bucks. Yeah. The physical edition came with a bunch of stuff. It came with stickers, it came with little like cardboard <laughs> figurines you can make. It came with like a like a a, a club for or like a id card for the literature club it was a pretty nice physical edition because i you think it was only like 25 bucks
3: make the uh figurines i'll post them on social media
1: i, I like, don't know if i want to punch them out of the cardboard though i like to keep things <laughs> pristine
4: like given the fact that after we played it does anybody regret buying it now that uh you own it for life
1: no no i'm glad i mean i like having shit to put on the shelf so i'm i'm glad and it came with stuff i like having stuff when i open a game like that uh, this is off topic a bit but when i open a game and there's no manual there's nothing it's always like a letdown like i miss manuals in games so the fact that the physical edition had a bunch of extra stuff like i'm glad i bought it
3: i'm never gonna play it again but you know i don't regret buying it that was interesting (laughs)
2: I might play it again. I might just do some of the the plus extra stuff, like the other missions and things. But I don't regret buying it. It was fifteen bucks for me. I got I got entertainment out of it. But I was not on Game Pass. It was non Game Pass. No,
4: no, I don't. I don't think uh, they'd probably have to be like ten more warnings if it was on Game Pass.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Oof. true. Yeah, there. Yeah, it would definitely be a lot more accessible. Like my little nephews are playing Game Pass these days. So yeah, that would uh. <laughs> They'd have to safeguard that somehow,
2: I will say though, in this game, you know there's those there's some scenes where we talk about like the boobs and things like that, but I didn't think like the sex was out of control. I didn't think it was super overly perverted
4: no it it wasn't, but it was still like not something I would normally play like if it wasn't for the right. twist, you know what I mean like the the twist is what got us to play it, yeah, i don't yes. I don't think any one of us would have naturally just gone to this game and been like, yeah, I want to check it out,
1: no that you can go on switch and you can find dozens of games that look very similar to this with like the anime. So while you're playing, it's just like anime pictures that are sometimes transition. There's no like dialogue being spoken. There's no like full cut scenes or anything like that. And yeah, if you go on the switch eShop, you can find dozens of games that look like this and no, I would not play them. (laughs) The only reason I played this is because I heard that there was something crazy. So it piqued
3: my interest. I wonder why they didn't have voice acting. I would have been like that would have made it better.
1: It would have been a lot of work though. That's a lot of voice acting. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but I mean, there's nothing else to the game really. Like, it's a novel, right? You're reading it, but like voice acting, it would be like not that much extra work overall. I would think. I'm I know it was like little... one guy. It was one guy though, right? That could have been me. I, I, I can voice act.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Buff, no, can you think do goes... your 18-year-old Japanese girl voice for us. Like, it wasn't some big studio
4: or anything. It was one guy, one pervert guy that made it, and we played <laughs> it.
0: Why did they not reach out to me?
3: Hey, real quick side question.
4: Were you guys in any clubs in high school? What
0: was I that? Was I in was in drama weird.
1: club for, like, one year.
4: Does uh, student council count as a club or no? I was in that.
1: Yeah, yeah sure, we'll count.
4: It, it, what's funny about student council, it was always in the morning at, like, 7 a.m., and I, like, went to, like, two meetings. So I really wasn't in it, but I was in it. You know what I mean? I was in broadcasting, and I would read the news every morning. I don't know. Brian has a good uh, reading the announcements uh, story what,
1: from high school. What, Money in Pants? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Or, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll tack that on at the end. Classic Money in Pants song. Um, all right. Getting back into the game, I don't know necessarily that we need to touch base on every. So you share your poems to the girls then they give you poems to read. Um, some of them are about, you know, like Monica shared a poem about a hole in the wall or something like that, which was serious. Um, Natsuki was usually very lighthearted. Yeah. So I, I don't, you guys have anything to add about any of the poems that were shared from the girls to you?
2: I thought they were good, to be honest. Yeah. Um,
4: they, they were all like pretty good poems, I thought. Yeah.
2: What y'all know about good poems? <laughs>
4: Nothing. That's
0: why I played this first now. fucking game.
3: <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs>
0: to are like, whispering on the girl's booty hole, beat of the month. Beat of the yeah,
4: month. Yeah, I guess, Muff.
2: <laughs> and especially no, when you get further into the game, man, the poems get pretty cool. Um, I think that was a highlight for me of the game was the poems. They were, wow, all right. they were done really well. Cool.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. They they were all right. Uh, yeah, later in the game, it definitely gets more interesting. But like the beginning parts when you're getting the poems, uh, I, I guess maybe I'm just not a big poetry guy. All right, let's see. What One of the next big decisions you make, well, I don't know necessarily how big it is, um, or maybe it is big. That's one of the things with these games. When you're making decisions, it's kind of hard to tell what exactly you are changing in the future of the game or what doesn't necessarily have any difference. But one of the other things, after you read your poems... Natsuki and Yuri get mad at each other because they start criticizing each other's poems and then you are asked to pick a side. So what did you guys pick in that situation?
4: Team Yuri, Yuri. baby. Yeah, I picked Yuri because her poem was a lot more complex than
2: Natsuki. I didn't like her at all, man. She was kind of... who Yuri or Natsuki? Natsuki, man. She was Yeah, I don't like Yuri. She she was only like
1: 14 probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's 18, man. I like Natsuki. She's 18. They said in the game she's 18. Uh, I I pick Sayori. I always like whenever I could please Sayori, that that's who I would go to. So, yeah, I picked her. It was more neutral of a stance. Um and then she ends up calming them both down. I don't know if when you pick Yuri does like do they continue fighting or something? I, I think remember. Monica
3: maybe like came and like calmed the situation down or something, I think.
4: I, I thought I thought Seori calmed it down. Maybe at maybe when they were fighting, like after a couple dialogues, I said, uh Sayori help me or something like that. I think I remember that. But yeah, I don't think they kept fighting anymore.
1: All right. So then the next day, you're kind of doing the same thing again. Like there's there's a few days in a row where you're you're picking words, you're sharing poems. Kind of the next sequence that that at least I saw you go to get art supplies with Sayori and then she bumps her head. And then there's kind of like a, a sweet moment where you're like reminiscing in the, about the past and about how, like your relationship with her. Did you guys see this? No, I didn't see any of that.
4: No, because no. I, th- I think for that section, like you got to choose who you're going to work with. Is that right?
1: Uh, m- I don't think that was this part. Maybe it wasn't. I didn't write it down. I know there there is another part later. When you're it's gearing up for the festival and you pick who you're going to help, and I don't think that was part of this, so maybe that was triggered because I didn't take Yuri's side. I think so.
4: For for when we chose Yuri's side, I think we like helped her make tea or something at
1: that point. Oh, is that what happened? I I think think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't see that part at all then. Yeah. Like we would uh like be in the
3: classroom, kind of like cuddled up reading a book together. And uh, like, leaned up against each other and making tea together every day. Oh, damn. It yep. was nice, man. <laughs> 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 I enjoyed that. <laughs> All
0: I'll right. be honest, I was kind of fast forwarding through the game at this point. So I think <laughs> I did the tea thing.
4: But... Oh, you did the tea thing. Go uh,
3: next time you see a girl, a nice girl bash, go ask So let's cuddle and uh, read some books together and drink some tea.
4: Yeah, you literally read a book up. with her. So, Brian, you probably didn't do this part. We're like you're holding one half of the book, she's holding the other half, and you guys are like cuddling together reading the book.
1: No, I you know I played through it again, and I think I did see that scene, but on my first playthrough, I did not see that scene. Uh, the next kind of moment that stood out was so on the second day, you're reading a poem with Monica, and then she the poem's called "Save Me." And then she she mentions, you know, you might want to save your game when there's important moments or something. And that's really the first time in the game when they kind of acknowledge outside of the world of the game, you know, break in the fourth wall, if you will. So yeah, I, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, but I think that's the first point when you realize Monica might have a bit more importance of the story than they had led up to that point. Yeah, no, I, I really know the first that time that I saw that.
0: I didn't make that connection at the time. I thought they were just kind of Throwing in a Metal Gear Solid stove.
1: And then it's at this point Where Monica says there's going to be a festival Where the Literature Club's going to read Poems to an audience I forget exactly what the rest of the dialogue Was there but then when you're Walking home Sayori Asks you she mentions that You like Yuri or something with Yuri And she says if Yuri asked you to walk Home with her would would You or would you still walk home with me What did you guys pick
4: I said yeah I'd walk with uh, Yuri.
2: I can't remember. I think I said I walk home with Yuri still. Yes, I, think I, that's I walk I home too. with
1: Yuri. Oh, damn. You you guys, man. You got what was coming to you later on, then. picking <laughs> Yuri all the time. Let's see. So at this point, um, I, well, I guess I'll say that. When did you guys discover the computer desktop in the game? This was about the point when I started really poking around the computer desktop. So to explain this a little bit, when you boot up the game, it starts off and you're kind of on this desktop and then you can like load from there, the actual game, or you can kind of poke around and there's like folders with different files. You can't really do a whole lot with them, but there is a file named poems that lets you know, like what words appeal to what girl. So like on future playthroughs, you can, you can reference that to pick what girl you want to like write the poem for each time. There's some other weird things where there's like one file that's nested within a bunch of different folders and then you can only open it at a specific time if the clock is set to it. But I don't did you guys find anything else in the desktop? Did you poke around that much?
4: So the PC the base version didn't have that. I don't know if the plus version had it cuz like you're on a computer so you have access to those files, I believe. Yeah. So the the base version of the PC had a normal game launcher like you're in the game, you could start a new game load a file whatever but it didn't have like a, a file structure like you guys saw on console oh all right so on PC yeah.
1: that might not have stood out that that was anything uh, on
4: PC yeah you you would not know until a certain point in the game that you should
1: play with the files oh all right yeah it, with the console version you know it's obviously it's set up to where it's like well this is <laughs> weird so yeah I was always poking around the files and things yeah
4: they like did that. that obviously to because you had, had to, to. Uh, you can't yeah you can't do that on console.
2: So for me, I was playing the game for like two and a half hours at this point, and I, I didn't get any achievements. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> you know, like usually I get one achievement, like for starting the game at the very least. So I, I, I hard rebooted my Xbox because I thought <laughs> something was fucked up with it, and I didn't even remember when I first started playing the game about that, like the the PC desktop thing. Totally didn't even think about that. Didn't remember that, and then I, when I Booted, rebooted my xbox and played the game again i saw it i'm like oh this is kind of fucking creepy but i didn't really i didn't really dick around with it at all i just remembered and noticed that um so it was kind of weird to see that like that screen because the first time i played the game i just like wanted to start playing it i didn't want to like dick around with the menus and uh seeing that come up I was like oh that's that's interesting it's kind of strange and then as the game progresses and you get into it then it totally makes sense
1: All right, so then the next day starts, and Sayori's acting strange, and Monica makes a comment that she thinks it's because Sayori likes you. Um, You share the poems again. Um, I pick Sayori first, and then she says something like, oh, I think you wrote it for someone else, but that's fine, and then she leaves early. Did you guys have that same – did it play out the same way for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. And then I shared a poem with Yuri, and she got upset, because she said, like, she offered me advice, but she realizes that she shouldn't have offered me advice. And then she wants to be left alone. So it seems like things are slowly starting to kind of unravel at this point in the game. It's not anything crazy yet, but, um, yeah, it, it starts to get a little odd. And then this is where Monica says that everybody should have a task for the festival. And then says, do you want to work with Natsuki or Yuri or Monica, or Sayori. So who did you guys pick that you wanted to work with for the festival? Yuri. Yeah, Yuri. Yuri for me too.
0: Yeah, I ended up going with Yuri. No particular no, reason. Dan.
1: So I tried to pick Sayori, and they said I wasn't allowed to do that. I think it was because she had already said she was going to help Monica or something. There was some reason why they said that wouldn't. they wouldn't let me do that. So then I picked Monica and then Natsuki and Yuri got mad because they said, she doesn't need help. She's got the easiest job. So then at that point, I had to pick between Natsuki and Yuri, and I picked Natsuki. So oh my God. when you guys picked Yuri, what happened then when you, when you go to help her?
3: Let me tell you a quick story how I went down. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> We got this festival, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, she wants, she wants to, you know, do some decorations, you know. So she asked me, you know, uh, can I come through? You know what I'm saying? Can I come through the crib and, you know, hang out? I'm like, yeah, we, you can come through, hang out. We can do something afterwards. So, all uh, right. She come through the crib. Um, you know, showing in my room. She, uh, looking around in my drawers and stuff. I'm like, man, what's going on with, this? what's going on with this girl? <laughs> all right. So, you know, when then we start doing a little work, you know what I'm saying? We develop up the task, you know, we are getting close and, you know, doing some, some cutting, some paper, and something like that together. So I accidentally cut my finger, and then guess what? Guess what? This girl did. She put my finger in her mouth <laughs> and, yeah. started sucking, and started sucking my blood. <laughs> I'm your like, oh
0: patient.
4: shit, she's a freak.
0: <laughs> you you <laughs> know my,
4: Brian? I instantly thought of you when she did that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have a penchant
3: for blood. Yeah, you're right. Who does that? Like when you bleed and put your finger in their mouth and suck
4: your blood? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got her. I got her. So, uh, we finish up, you know, um... So, wait, by the way, Melvin, so she had, she had, like, a pocket knife that was supposed to be, like, really nice or something, right? That's, like, what the thing was? She, she pulled out, like, a pocket knife, and then she, she had it on her, and she's like, I really like knives or whatever, then you play with it, and then you cut yourself, is how that happens.
3: Right, right.
4: So, I thought that was weird, like, this, this girl that's all quiet to herself, and emo, like, is obsessed with knives. That was odd. And there's,
0: and there's another part where, like, uh, she has to pull her sleeve down really fast. Like, you kind of see something on her arm, but she pulls her sleeve down, like, after you come back into the room. So that kind of.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So with Natsuki, it was kind of a similar situation. Not that similar, but so she comes over. I, I think she comes to your house, um but then you're going to bake cupcakes. And then you're joking around. I think you're like, I don't know, tossing cupcake batter at each other or something. And you end up on the floor. And then you like kind of playfully pin her to the floor. And then she's got frosting on her finger. And you lick the frosting off of her finger. And then she gets kind of like shocked. And she says, you know, you shouldn't really do that unless you really like somebody. And then that's kind of where the scene ended. So it wasn't as intense as uh the yuri scene but i was Sayori the entire time so it's like but i still get pigeonholed to where like i'm licking Natsuki's (laughs) finger in the kitchen so it was a bit odd what's up with this game of licking fingers yeah i don't know very (laughs) sensual i guess for for these over 18 year old girls that uh she's definitely like 14 or 15 but go on yeah 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 she's definitely portrayed in the game as as being like very young um so then She's about to leave, and, and maybe this happened with Yuri as well, but Natsuki's about to leave, and then it almost seems like you're going to kiss her, and then Sayori shows up. And then yeah. Sayori is hurt by that, and then asks you, or I, she pretty much professes her love to you at that point, and then says, or and then you have the option to say that you love her too, or that you'll always be her friend. Did you guys get the same thing with Yuri? Yeah, we did. Uh,
4: yeah, the exact same scenario happened. Where you, so what, you get pushed towards uh, Sayori at that point.
1: So, what did you guys pick? Did you say I that think. you loved her? Or did you say you, you were going to be her friend forever? I think
2: I picked friend.
1: Yeah, I picked friend too. Holy shit. I, I think at, little that, little.
4: at that point, I, I did, I think I did pick love because I thought like she was getting really dark. You can't strong arm me into I love you. Oh, no, I did. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I I broke down, man. I was like, whatever, just chill out. But this
3: is after she had talked about like having depression and stuff, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, I, I did skip that, didn't I? Yeah, there there is a point where yeah, Sayori says that. Um, yeah, that's right. So before you meet up with Natsuki or, or Yuri, yeah, you do you stop by Sayori's house, and then yeah, she reveals that she has severe depression. Yeah, I, I skipped over that. It's actually a pretty powerful scene when she yeah. tells you about all the depression that she's got. Yeah, and she mentions something about Monica knowing something. So there again, there's another hint that like Monica has like more like knowledge than the other characters, like knowledge outside of the game. Um, all right. So you guys uh, told Sayori that you hated her. And then the <laughs> next day, so the next day is the day of the festival. So you go to the club um, without Sayori. Sayori's not there. And then you decide to go back to Sayori's house to pick her up. And this is where the game starts to go off the rails because you go into Sayori's room and she has hung herself. She's hanging from a noose. It's graphic. It's pretty intense. What did you guys think when you walked into that room? Did you totally see it coming? Were you expecting something else?
4: Well, at, at that point, did, did you go? You went to the club first, right? You went to the you, literature club. And you go to you, the club first, yeah. And then I think Monica. To, yeah, Monica you, mentions you should check on her or something yes. weird. Yeah. And then you go check on her, and then she's hanging. And I was like, Okay, this is a thing that everybody said is crazy in this game. That's what, that's what I thought. It shocked me a little bit, but it didn't shock me that much. I knew something was going to happen because she was talking about depression. I didn't know what was going to happen exactly, but I knew it was something. Yeah. So I was shocked, but I wasn't like, holy shit, shocked, you know?
2: I was kind of shocked because the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like was... the, whole, the whole game is kind of cutesy, you know, anime, you know, girls um you know being cute and stuff and then you see her and she's hanging from a rope in the room and it was such a change from um everything else that it kind of it did kind of shock me even though i kind of saw it coming a little bit it did kind of shock me just the visual portrayal of what had happened
3: yeah that was a tough visual man and uh Even, like, the way the music had, like, got dark. It was like, you know, that upbeat music that they have in the game? It was the same music, but then it got, like, slowed down and got really dark. I'm just like, oh, shit. What the fuck is this, bro? It has me playing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we knew knew something was going to happen, right? So it's just we didn't know exactly what, though.
1: Yeah. the, The thing that got me is, so I played the game pretty, I played it in short sessions. So this was actually my third time playing the game. And I started it up, like, the moment right before she hangs herself. So I had done two gameplay sessions where it's just all this, like, kind of innocent, sweet stuff. So it was very jarring. Like, the first second I play the game, it's her hanging herself. So that did catch me off guard because I I had kind of forgot where it was setting things up to go at that point.
3: So this was the first ending. So you played it multiple times, Brian.
1: This is the first ending you got? So... I was going to get into this a bit later, but as far as I know, there is nothing you can do to save Sayori. There's, there's no way that you can save her. Like you can pick every poem word you can uh. side with her for everything. There is nothing you can do to save her, which we can get into it a bit, a bit later, but that's one of the things that like, I didn't love about the game. Like I would have liked if there was something you could do to control the outcomes of some of these critical moments. Cause it's otherwise it's like, you know, there. It, it, I mean, it's a visual novel, so I, I guess it's not leaning into the game aspect. But I wish there was something you could do.
4: Yeah, you're right. Because I, I ended up Googling it to see, like, if there was something I could do afterwards, and there was nothing.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so at this point, yeah, the game ends. Like it, she hangs herself, the, it, it shows end on the screen, and it kicks you back to the title screen, but the game is glitched. Like the, and this is apparent, like in the rest of the game, there's all these like glitches and things like that. But where you have to start a new game, I believe the text is glitched, and then Sayori is missing from the title screen. Um, and when you start the game, Sayori's is not in the game at all. Uh, so kind of going from there, um, when you start, like go to the the school it's monica who's greeting you in the literature club um and then things just get progressively darker as you play so like you're doing the same poem stuff but the poems are weird and then like you talk to natsuki and then she says fucking monica moved my manga so like they're they're casually swearing throughout the game (laughs) you guys have any thoughts on uh kind of where the game was heading at this point
2: I love that portion of the game where things start glitching out. That's where
1: yeah. cool. That's where it got better for sure.
2: Yeah, that was fun. Right?
1: Yeah, so I won't necessarily touch base on, I guess, every aspect, but like, yeah, you're you're s I think you're sitting next to Natsuki, and maybe you guys didn't see this if you were pairing up with Yuri, but you were reading manga with her, and then she says, like, my dad would beat the shit out of me if he found this in my room. And, yeah, that's uh, what that one is. <laughs> and, and then eyes like, she starts, scribbled out and shit like yeah, yeah yeah and and then monica just says oh yeah this happens sometimes and then just gives natsuki a protein bar to like snap her out of it
3: <laughs> oh shit
1: and then natsuki and yuri so they're still fighting again natsuki calls yuri an edgy bitch and then but sayori wasn't there to break up the fight so you had to pick between natsuki and yuri then on who you wanted to like to choose for that argument so i picked natsuki and this, to me, was one of the creepiest parts of the game where in this decision, you have to pick their name like 10 times and it keeps zooming in. And then finally, it's just Monica's face, like filling up the screen, staring at you and you can't do anything for like a minute. Did you guys think anything? of <laughs> That was like one of the creepiest parts <laughs> of the game for me. It's kind of done it kind of try to
0: move your mouse pointer over to her name or something. Or is that later?
1: That was late. Yeah, I think that was a oh, later. Okay. Part. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't think uh, I saw that because I picked Yuri again.
1: Oh, so it didn't just zoom in on her face and like freeze there for like a solid minute while she's just staring at you?
2: Do you guys recall that?
1: I don't recall that. I don't, I don't recall
4: that did. either, yeah. but I think I chose Yuri at that time too. I want to see really that now. Where... That's, that sounds pretty cool though. Yeah, maybe I, I, I I'm, did. I'm never playing out. that game again. Let me make that clear. <laughs> 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 um, all
1: right. So, yeah, the game just is like constantly glitching out. And then Monica mentions that she's like late to meetings for piano lessons. Again, it's alluding that Monica is doing something that is mysterious or that is controlling something else. Yeah. Yuri starts acting weird. Um, There's a couple other points where like the characters are just saying gibberish and there's like this really intense black font when they're like saying things like at one point, Natsuki gets mad at me and says, You ruined the club. And then her face has like black glitches all over. And then her neck snaps. And then the game just ends at that point and resets oh to the God. title screen
2: again. <laughs> yeah, I got that one. Didn't see that. That's awesome.
1: Her neck snapped. That's crazy. Yeah, her neck just like snaps over <laughs> to the <this time>. side. <laughs> so yeah, it just kind of continues through the, you know, you're sharing poems and then you're gearing up for the festival. And it's just very dark. And then, yeah, there is a scene where, like, again, I think Bash or Moose, you alluded to this, where you're trying to pick someone's name, but it just keeps going to Monica, so you can't pick anybody else but Monica for that.
4: Yeah, Yeah, I think at one point you got to pick her name like 10 times or something, right?
1: Or Or is that later? I thought that was the point before where then her face is like staring at you, like after you pick that. Maybe not. It gets hard to follow exactly what's going on because it it's, like it's constantly glitching out and the characters are acting bizarre and the game's always like restarting itself and having you start from the beginning or, or just restarting itself. But then like picking up where things left off as if nothing happened.
2: Brian, did you see the Yuri um, scenario at all?
1: I did. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, we can get into that. So or do you, you want to describe that
2: spiral? Yeah, it's, I didn't. I never saw any of the stuff that you saw, like the next snap in that. In that, I don't remember exactly what happened to that character going down like the Yuri uh, path. But I don't recall exactly how this happened. Um, Moose and Melbro, you can you can chime in if you remember. But basically, her end is where she takes that fancy knife and just uh, stabs herself. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one. that
4: that caught me off guard. I mean, she like you know how you said uh, what's her, what's the the girl's name, uh, not Yuri, the other one, Natsuki. Natsuki. Yeah, like how she was glitching out so much. Uh, like in, in the Yuri version, Yuri's the one glitching out all the time. Her eyes are getting weird and she's like saying weird shit every now and then. And then Monica's always like, oh, Yuri does that sometimes. She'll she'll calm down or something weird. And then eventually you're talking to her. And then she's like in the middle of a conversation and just starts fucking stabbing herself.
1: I and did s- see that. Yeah, so. you see
4: her just sitting there dead. <laughs> and it's like it's like ten minutes of just staring at her dead, yeah, until uh, up. the game ends.
0: You can like hit the fast forward button, and like the sun will go up and down like three times because you got to just stare at her through the whole weekend.
1: That's right, and then Monica comes and she's like, "Oh, were you here the whole weekend? Oh, sorry about that." <laughs> and, after, and like Matsuki like vomits all over herself when she sees it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I highlighted this too. Yeah, Yuri, she also said to me um that she was gonna take my poem home and touch herself while reading it over and over and then give herself paper cuts so my skin oil would enter her bloodstream. Did you do you guys remember that piece of dialogue? No.
4: I don't I don't no. know if I remember that. I don't remember though, but that
3: sounds like something she would say. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty that was like right before she stabbed herself, I think
0: i am iraq right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so then at one point natsuki gives maybe this is before but natsuki gives you a poem at one point saying she's trying to help yuri and monica's dismissive of the situation so she hands you a poem but it's not a poem it's like a letter pleading for help that she's trying to get your attention and then uh She ends up glitching out. She says, like, wait, ignore what I said. Hang out with Monica. And then, like, the game resets to the title.
3: It's a trippy game.
1: Yeah, so then after Yuri stabs herself, um, yeah, and then after the weekend, then at this point, I think, Moose, you got a different end. Or maybe Melbro, you got a different ending than myself and Darkseid got. But when the game restarted again, then you're in this room with Monica and there's nobody else there. And there's kind of like this galaxy outside of the window. And it's – but Moose, Melbro, did you guys get a different scene than this?
3: No. So when I said that, I no. thought we were talking about um, Sayuri killing herself. I didn't know that everyone got that. I thought oh, that – Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that that was uh, something unique that I got. Got it.
1: So d- yeah. did you continue to play then, Melbro? Did you see this scene then? Where, like? No, I didn't see this, no. Oh, you did not. Yeah. So you're in a room. So this is after Yuri kills herself. You're in a room, and Monica is pretty much just taking control. Um, And she explains that she knows she's in a game, and she tried to control the other characters to be unlikable so that you would spend time with Monica, but it didn't work. And then she she asks you if you want to go out with her, and the only answer is yes. And then you're kind of you're making glitched up poems, and she's talking about how you're going to spend eternity with each other. And then she just kind of stares at you like there's dialogue, and then she'll just stare at you for like a full minute.
2: Spiral, you saw all of this? <laughs> yeah, I saw all this crazy <laughs> shit. And the thing is, is like I want as a person wants to see like everything. Like I wanted to see every single dialogue option that she'd say, uh, Monica, because she goes into this whole thing about the delete file, which I'm sure you'll talk about. But she she keeps on talking about like your relationship and what you guys are gonna do. And it goes on for fucking forever. And, like, I was, like, sitting there for, like, 15 minutes. And all the dialogue is all original, right? Like, it's not, like, looping or anything like that. She keeps on talking to you. And, like, as a as a guy who's, like, got, got OCD, I want to read everything she's, she wants to say. But after, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, she's going to talk forever. And <laughs> I finally went on Google and just researched it. And apparently... Um, Like It's an hour of dialogue. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Because it pauses
1: every time she says something. It's like you've got to wait a minute before she'll say something else. Yeah, I I gave up after like five tries because I tried to save it and it won't even let you save it at that point. It gives you something that says like you don't need to save it now. It's just you and me or something like that. So, (laughs) so yeah, I I did not. uh, I did not see all she had to say.
4: As Uh, soon as I got to the dialogue where she talks about the file, I went and deleted it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so was i did it like immediately was that hard for you to
4: figure out moose like no so so she's like oh you're on steam here's how you do it on steam so i just oh. i just listened to what she said and did it
0: <laughs> i downloaded she... it off the website so it had like i still had the folder open where i installed it so all the folders were like behind the game for me so. oh all
1: right yeah. it was a bit more vague on the console i guess but it was still pretty clear like okay this desktop that they've got you it's got to be easy to figure out like that. That's what you had to do because when you went out there too, they had files previously, but they were missing then. So yeah, you go into the, the desktop, you delete Monica's folder. Oh yeah. She makes a joke about Sayori always hanging around and like acknowledges (laughs) that that's like a, a dark joke. So yeah, you delete her file and then she says how horrible you are, but that she loves you and she loves the literature club. And then the game resets. Monica's missing from the title screen and then when you start the game again, then Monica's not there, but now Sayori is the president of the club, and she thanks you for getting rid of Monica. And then she starts acting weird, saying that she's going to have you forever. And then I think it prompts you to pick yes or no, but then Sayori says that she won't let you or something, and then the game just ends. And then it's it plays a song at the end, which I don't know if that was Sayori or if that was Monica, because it was like a piano song, but <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild ending there was, yeah, was um
3: so I, I watched some of this on youtube wasn't there like voice didn't monica like talk with uh voiceovers at some point
1: it was really just that song that sung at the end was the only part that had voices at okay. least for the console version and on the pc version at the end
0: of the credits it gives you like one last note from monica and then it corrupts your game file so you have to reinstall the game completely to ever play it again huh like I tried oh, messing it says like script.exe corrupted or something. I tried installing another copy of it in like another folder and try copying the files back over to see if it would make it work, but I couldn't get it to work. So I don't think there's anything you can do there.
1: Yeah, with the console one, there's a file on, you know, that like the pseudo desktop It's just called like reset, and you just execute that file and then it resets the game for you so you can start yeah. over again
3: there was some ending I heard where you can have the developer like leave you a note or
1: something. He, like- yeah. I looked into that. It seemed complicated because you've got to, as far as I know, you've got to pick words that would please one girl and then load up an older save file and then pick words that would please the second girl, load up a save file and then do the third girl. You'd have to do that like every day or something crazy like that. Yeah. And so yeah, it seems like a lot of work. So, I read what the note was online. So, I mean, I wasn't going to do all that.
2: <laughs> One thing at the end, which um, I'm not sure if you guys saw or not, but like when I picked my name for the game, I used Spiral. Um, but then at the end of the game, where you're talking to Monica forever, it's kind of breaking the fourth wall and saying she wants to be with you forever. And she's like, I know your name's Jason. Did you guys see that at all?
4: Yeah. So, for me, because I was on Steam, she's like, Oh, your name's Cool Hand Moose. And I was like big whoop you fucking know my steam id.
1: <laughs> you didn't think that was clever at all though that they did that. How did they find out your real
4: name though? I have no idea. I, I mean no it's point. probably it's linked to your Xbox, right? Like whatever system you played it on, they would know what your account name was on there. It was it was clever I guess, but it like at that point I was like this game's already fucked and like it's <laughs> it's already kind of <laughs> fucked. So I knew, you know, it wasn't a normal game
1: at that point. Yeah, see, I didn't see that at all. It just, my name is Brian, and w- whatever my Switch name is is also Brian. So, yeah, they didn't say that. But Darkseid mentioned that to us, that that it's right. like, oh, aren't you really Darkseid 1138? So, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, th- th- pretty much so. I-, I guess, do you guys have any thoughts on what Monica was? Like, was she, like, artificial intelligence, or was she a developer of the game, or did she get powers because she was president of the Literature
2: Club, or no idea.
4: I honestly didn't think too much about it. I figured uh, that was the whole hook of the game. You know, it was just like she was outside of the game controlling everything and then you find out later that it was her all along kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I guess the only thing that weird is that at the end of the game then when Sayori becomes the president, she seems to have this like the knowledge of. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it did leave me wondering like what You know, is it the literature club that has this power or whatever? But when I started, I I did play a second time. And when I started it, when they said like, oh, do you want to see the spoilers for the content that the game has? Then I was like, yeah, I want to see what they say. And one of the lines that they said was for those with extra concern for their mental health, our recommendation of the safest approach is to avoid playing Doki Doki Literature Club. So I thought that was pretty interesting (laughs) that they're just like, you probably shouldn't play this game.
3: Yeah, I'm sure um, like, you know, seeing someone commit suicide can trigger people who,
1: you know, struggle. Yeah, which I'm sure that's why, yeah, that they really yeah. laid it on thick with those warnings and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into my second playthrough. Um, uh, overall, I was because I, I tried to really appease Sayori. I picked all words using the poem document that told you what all the keywords were to choose. And it didn't make any difference. She still hung herself. So at that point, I, I, I lost interest in trying to replay the game or see any extra sequences or anything like that.
3: So what's our uh, our take on this game? Was it good? Was it bad? It, what, what grade would it give it?
2: So the Metacritic score this game got, at least for the Xbox, was 89. it's only five reviews. Wow. Oh, five reviews. Yeah, that's pretty probably this people
1: that would eat this type of game up probably
4: yeah me it's, that... it's it's not a game for me i'd probably give it like a c minus i wouldn't recommend it to anybody because it's not really a game you know like it's like uh like i don't know you just click through a bunch of dialogue and then shit just happens you know what i mean like they could have done something more i don't know
1: but yeah something interesting so goose who could you know friend of the beat of the month crew uh couldn't make it tonight he loved the game it seemed what do you think of that? Like somebody who this is totally against Goose's demographic, yet he was really drawn in by it.
2: Very surprising.
4: He's yeah, high. I, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was shocked that he liked it so much. I don't know. It's Goose though, you know.
2: He's unpredictable.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, unpredictable.
4: This isn't a game that I would have ever bought, knowing what it was.
3: Um, but I did enjoy my time with it. Um, I don't think I would play any more visual. And I was going into it, but I'm really glad I did play this when I enjoyed it. I would probably give it like a solid B.
2: I liked it too. I, you know, there was a lot of reading. Visual novels are not everybody's thing. I don't think I could play this type of game more than like once a year, but I did enjoy my time with it. I think I may go back and maybe do some of the achievements and some of the side missions. Cause I have the plus version. I really did like the end of the game. So for me, I did a little bit of research on this game before I started playing. So I had really high expectations, and I would say they probably weren't nuts, especially when you start the game and you're seeing just how, you know damaging this could be to your <laughs> to your psychology and your and all the warnings and triggers and things like that. so i was I was expecting something like very, very, very violent and crazy. And even though this game was pretty, you know, pretty fucked up, I was expecting like a little bit more, like. I was thinking like some sort of like Slender Man uh, scenario where you kill your best friend out in the woods or something like that. And um, even, even though there was a suicide, which was really cool and creepy and crazy, I just thought that it'd be more damaging to my psyche. So I was really psyching, my, psyching myself up to see something fucked up. And even though it was kind of fucked up, I didn't think it went far enough, to be honest.
4: Yeah, I thought it was going to be like some kind of satanic cult or something. I, I thought it was going to be, like, demons or something, like, really wacky. I didn't think it would just be, like, a depression, suicide, like, manipulation type thing. I was surprised, but I, 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 I'm, I like, in the same boat as Spiral. I thought it would be crazier.
3: Yeah, I guess I did, too. I thought it would be, like, sex scenes and stuff in there, uh, which I'm glad they didn't because these girls were kind of young. But I also thought, uh I, I guess the whole time I was envisioning, like, somebody's going to get murdered and we're going to have to figure out who did it through poems. Yeah, That's- I
4: thought it would be something something crazier but i don't know
1: yeah i would agree pretty much with all all the things you guys said it is hard not to let your mind go wild when you kind of hear like this game's crazy and then they give you all those warnings up front like going if if somehow you could go into it completely blind then i'm sure that it would it would really like i thought about that
4: too but if it if we went into it completely blind we probably wouldn't play it
1: that's true, yeah. Like, that's yeah. not a I, game I would, I, I would pick yeah. up and be
4: like, oh, I'm interested to see what happens. Like, I w- that would never happen in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys do any of the side story stuff at all? Which, which I think that was only in the plus version. I, I did a couple of them. Um, it just goes into the backstory before the club, it, like, the origin story of the club. Like, the first side story was exploring the the friendship of Sayori and Monica and how Sayori first got in the club And then another side story was how Yuri got into the club. It explores more of um, kind of the mental health issues that Sayori and Yuri were having, which was, I I thought it was interesting. It it didn't have anything like crazy or anything. And I doubt any of these side stories do, because I think it's more building up the actual characters rather than, you know, the second half of the game when they're all going insane and things like that. So if, if you liked, if you wanted to get more of that background that is more rooted in reality and just you know, going into mental health things, then the side stories you probably find interesting. But otherwise, yeah, you probably would not. It kind of
0: feels like it would make the rest of the game kind of less interesting if you knew more about them them going into it. I don't know. I didn't play them. I got the base version. All
1: right. You guys have any final thoughts on this game? I did a little something
3: special, Brian, in the spirit of this game. I wrote a poem.
4: (laughs) God damn it. All right, go ahead. Can I read it? Yeah, yeah, please.
3: <laughs> Alright, this is my Doki Doki poem. Brian picked Doki Doki for his deep dive. I didn't understand why, and it left me quite surprised. This game looked erotic because of the art on the cover. Four girls with skirts all wanting to be me to be their lover. It involved a lot of reading and some difficult choices. The game would have been better if they have gave the character voices. And speaking of choices, a lot of them were tough. Four barely legal women, which do I choose? I better ask (laughs) Muff. Say Yuri, Yuri, Monica, Natsuki. They all like to flirt. Whoever I choose will leave the others hurt. A game about women flirting, but it was all nothing but talk. They all left you hanging because none of them could walk the walk. In the end, nothing freaky happened, not even a back rub. So temper expectations when playing Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs>
1: Bravo. Very nice. Good job, nice. Melvin.
2: Nice. I just wish you would run er- erotic with necrotic. That's
1: what Ooh. I was waiting for. <laughs> necrotic.
4: <laughs> so the best ending in my opinion was the Yuri ending. I didn't Whoa. see I didn't see the Natsuki ending because I never went towards her, I guess. But the Yuri ending, that one was the only one that like really shocked me.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know if anything bad happens to Natsuki. I, I don't know if there's any scene where she would kill herself. I, I didn't play the game again to see, like, to either go towards Yuri or go towards Natsuki to, to see if that would happen.
4: I think the ending you got where she snapped her neck is the bad ending for her. I think everything else, like, nothing ha- happens as far as Maybe, she's concerned. Maybe it was very abrupt, though.
0: It was Yeah, like I got a- both of them. So I think yeah. maybe there's two separate
1: days there. Or... Yeah, I'm not entirely yeah. sure either. But yeah, the Natsuki one was was definitely very quick. It wasn't as as drawn out as the Yuri one. Yeah. Um, all right, I do have some trivia for you guys. So these are games that have the word "club" in the title. So I'm going to give you a clue, and you've got to come up with a game that's got the word "club" in the title. All right. Club Penguin. MMO game featuring Arctic birds, Club Penguin. Muff, you got it. You got oh, it. yeah. I
0: know. That's what I've been said. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. Next one. Wii U sequel to a very popular Wii launch game.
3: Clubhouse games. What is it called?
1: The one you bought. So that that is a another <laughs> that is a collection of old school games like checkers and Connect Four, which started on uh. the DS and had a sequel on Switch. That is Clubhouse. You you guys are getting the answers before I'm even doing the question. Um, but no, Wii U sequel to a very popular Wii launch game. Oh, Wii Sports Club. Resort. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Wii Sports Club. All right. Football series made by a claim that ran from 1995. Quarterback Club. Quarterback Club. Yep. Yep. You got it. NFL Quarterback Club. All right. Car racing game developed by Rockstar with subtitles such as Street Racing. Midnight, and club. Club. Yep, midnight club. Midnight Club, yeah. Club. Alright, third-person shooter released on the PS3 and the 360 that centers around an underground blood sport controlled by a wealthy elite who place their bets on who will survive the gladiatorial-style combat.
4: I don't remember this one.
1: We need your bash. Uh, I'm blanking. That is called The Club. That's all that game was called. Do you guys (laughs) remember that game? Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I I don't think I've heard of that one. Alright, fighting game based on a movie which was released for PS2 and Xbox. Fight Club. Fight Club, you got it. They had a game? Yeah, Fight Club had a game.
0: I heard it's supposed to be shit. <laughs> it has unlockable Abraham Lincoln in it, though. That's like the only cool thing about it.
1: I don't have the doubt. All right. Next one. A game in the infamous Pets series released by Ubisoft for the Wii. Pets Club? Close. You got to insert an animal in there. Pets blank club. Pets dog club. Pets cat club. You get yeah. Keep going. You're on. You got it. You're on the right track.
3: Pets animal club.
1: No.
0: Pets Pet zoo club? club.
1: No. No. Horse club. Yes. Pets oh. horse club. <laughs> All right. That was on the DS. Uh, maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, P.S. All right, next one. PS2 game officially licensed by the National Rifle Association.
0: NRA Gun Club?
1: Yes. that is. The- oh, yeah, shoot, that's, right. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Wow. All right, two more. Fishing game for the PS2. One more. What? This is a fishing game for the PS2. Is it
4: like Bass Club or something?
1: Yes, Fisherman's Bass Club.
4: Y'all ever play Black Bass on NES?
1: I played Super Black Bass on Super Nintendo. Close enough. All right, last one. Wacky golf game released for the PS2 and the Wii. Hot South Golf Club. No. That is King of Clubs. King of Clubs for that one. All right, well, I think that's going to that do it for this sense. episode. Doing a deep dive of Doki Doki Literature Club. Muff, do you want to let people know where they can find us on social media? <sighs>
0: um, even,
3: uh, beat of the month. <laughs> <laughs> com,
0: go to our website. 20 new visitors this past week, so join them. Get up in there, find our link tree. You want anything social? Be to the month.com. You want to listen to our podcast like you already are? Just keep listening
3: on whatever the fucking fo- platform you're using right now. Send us an email, like and subscribe. Be to the month at gmail.com.
0: Uh, oh
1: man, Batman just spit on Poison Ivy. That was hot. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, the Bat bad <laughs> Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cartoon. We're back <laughs> in the days. All right, well, on that note, this has been Beat of the Month. Um, yeah, if you have any episode ideas, uh, hit Oof. us up beatofthemonth at gmail.com. Send us a question. We'll, we'll happily read it on the air. Otherwise, Next week we will be looking at gaming booms and busts—games that either were revolutionary, <laughs> games that revolutionized the gaming industry, or had English were... learning is now good, huh? <laughs> or games that were a huge flop. So, gaming booms and busts. Please join us then. Otherwise, this has been Beat of the Month, and we will catch you next week.
2: I sleep. See you.
1: Peace out.